fucking back. Yo. Shout out to that. <laughs> this is, Shout out to us seeing another episode and us not being either gunned arrested, down by celebrities, goons. Shot. You know. Uh, <laughs> melting in New York heat in the train yeah, station. Because like, you know me Fab got static. Yeah. He don't know it, but we got static. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. But, yo, shout out to us being back. This is episode 119 of the Two Belts Podcast. Thank you again for tuning in. If you were tuning in for the first time, I am Mills, and I'm here with Carlos. We are Two Belts. Wagwan. Tag Team Champions of the World. First things first. Before before we talk about the Spider-Man movie, first things first. Rest in peace to Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Word. Rest in peace to Chester Bennington passing away literally... That is, right on Chris Cornell's birthday. That was sad as hell. That was like, I mean, like it came like hours after OJ, which mm-hmm. is always like hilarious. But then it was. You think OJ did it? No. Oh <laughs> no, not the, not not that not this time. Whatever he did, he did that shit. Whatever he did, <laughs> he did that shit. Whatever he did, he did that shit. Um, but yeah, you know, rest in peace to Chester Bennington. That shit was really really sad. I'm just thinking like, yo, that dude, kind of very like. Had a I, massive impact, no matter yeah, what color you were. Voice and no matter what music. color you were, because it was Linkin Park and new metal, and like that whole subgenre was like you know rap meets rock for like the early two thousands crowd. Mm-hmm. So it got a lot of people like people then of it got color just biscuity, and then it started. Oh yeah, yeah, but we're we're talking about the legacy. We're <laughs> right. talking about like like the, like the, about their th- first three albums in the Jay Z collab. It's mm-hmm. like one of the most successful I think albums ever. I know it was Jay Z doing what Jay Z does. No. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Not that one. I'm talking about the um, there oh. one from 2000. What was it called? In the, no, it wasn't in the hybrid theory. Sorry. Hybrid theory. Yeah, that oh, was the one with in the end on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was combining like elements of metal, hip hop, turntablism. It was very, it was very groundbreaking. 11 album. Eleven million albums sold in the United States. That's mm-hmm. a shitload of albums. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. a that's a you know. I think everyone had that. Yeah. I think a lot of people had this album, or at least had songs from the album. Listen. It's classic. Um, so yeah, you know, rest in peace. I don't know what happens with Lincoln Park moving, moving thus forward. Far. Yeah. Um, honestly, if they're going to do a tribute, they're going to get like other vocalists um, to do a tribute. How, how do you how do you replace that? Oh, there are very strong. There are some very like even people that inspired Chester to sing, like the dudes from like from like Tool in them. They mm-hmm. would probably do a tribute because like their lead singer's voice is wild, diverse, and powerful. Maybe. It's just up like you probably get a bunch of singers to do a tribute, honestly, because Chester was a this was a crazy. big dude. Like so sad. It's like literally sad. I was just thinking about it again this morning. I was like, damn, that shit is sad as motherfucker. Um, but you know, moving on from there, um, we saw Spider Man. Oh yeah, we both saw Spider Man like the same day, the same at, day in similar theaters. We almost thought we were both in the same. I almost theater. thought we were in the same theater, but we apparently weren't. We were. Shout out to New York. The- I don't remember. I I didn't pay for tickets. I don't know how much the tickets cost. My, I don't remember how much the tickets cost because I didn't pay for them either. Nice ah <laughs> scammer <laughs> ah um, but it was. It was a very shout out to luxurious theaters of the New York City. Yo, word, because my <laughs> my seat went back. She brought us drinks. I could get cocktails. Well, I didn't. We, I didn't have all we that. We was eating food at the jar. I didn't like, have and all it was that. just two seats. Nigga, I so had... our shit came with pillows and blankets. I was like, oh my! I turned and I was like, yo, you know, you could you could def get the handy underneath this blanket. Right. Our shit came. You with... can get the wild sloppy toppy <laughs> while you watching the previews. Our shit came with Asian people in our seats, which we had to tell them respectfully oh, to move. <laughs> I told Shorty if I see niggas in our seats, 
because we get a, you get pretty much assigned seats for this one. Sure. We have assigned seats, too. Yeah. So you get pretty much assigned seats for this one. This was the one on the South Street Seaport. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, the nigga's in our seat. And I say, hey, man, these are our seats, and he don't move. I got to beat his ass. And you got to cheer me on like LaMelo Ball. <laughs> like, beat that nigga ass! Um, beat that nigga ass! Two Asian, two, you know, cute Asian girls were in our seat, and then we respectfully told them to move. They were like, um, actually, because they're in our seats. I'm like, nigga, why'd Then you, you let... tell them? Yeah. Why'd you let them So you're being your pussy, and I'm going to get <laughs> exactly. you out of my seat? And I was like, we less. were like, well, y'all niggas got to, well, them niggas got to move. <laughs> That's literally what we told them. We was like, them niggas got to move then. And they were just like. There are no other seats together. I'm like, nigga, that's not our problem. <laughs> that's not our problem. You bought tickets for those seats? Yeah. Tell them Did you buy wave. seats separately? What kind of yeah, weird right. shit is that? You're, you're on a date. Why would you buy seats separately, nigga? Tell them figue. Like, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. It was just like, nigga, get the fuck out of our seats, bro. The the movie, um, I think I liked it. I, I saw a couple I thought, holes in it. Yeah, I saw wild holes in it. A couple of holes? I, I saw a couple holes that I wanted to see, but, um... <laughs> We'll get to that in a minute. Sure. Go ahead. Um, but Michael Keaton's performance was amazing. Michael Keaton as Adrian Toomes, the vulture, like, mm-hmm. was really good. Like, really it was good. really, it was much more depth than ever, any, like, any time that character's even been in the comics, it was a lot more depth. Shout out to Scary Vulture. I have no idea, so I'm literally, The vulture? Like, uh, yeah, I have Okay, no... so Adrian Toomes in, like, the original Spider-Man comic books or whatever is, a like, a he's like a... He works on like aviation mechanics, mm-hmm. not like uh, you know, like damage control. Like he looked like like the wild disgruntled MTA worker who got laid off and then yes. decided to become a super villain with like trains his arms and shit and building his like fucking. Now that nigga was strong straight off the bat. You saw him duff the nigga in the first scene. That's very true. He I don't know that, that nigga, nigga could have been. He looked like a suit, like one of them like Wall Street pussies. I don't know. Whatever. He duffed that nigga in like one shot. Crazy. Um, but now nah, there was way more depth to the character. It was sort of like a working man's criminal, mm-hmm. and he was just trying to provide for his family. They that's had, the, they that's had. A good, that's a good hook. They had, um, they had two, the two different incarnations of the Shocker, which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. The white one and the black one. Yes. <laughs> they had, um, they had Matt Gargan in the movie. He was played by this Dominican actor who was from Better Call Saul. I forget his name, uh-huh. but Matt Gargan is the Scorpion. So I was so excited when he was on the boat, and I was like, yo, he about to get the suit. He about to become the Scorpion. And then niggas knock him off the boat in like 10 seconds. Yeah, apparently, because I ain't seen none. I ain't noticed none of that shit. I don't know. Brian was sitting next to me and ain't filled me in on none of this shit, nigga. <laughs> like, I was just like, ooh, that nigga's a bad guy. Oh, shit. Nah, I, I've been reading comic books since I was a kid. I stopped recently because it's like, it's too much now. Like, yeah, like, I'm a, I've, I've never been into the, the comic book nah, world. Nah, I was super, super big into comic books as a kid. So. It's, it's too, I'm, I'm too... I'm, I'm everything's late. Like I'm, I can't get into it now. There's too nah, much, you can. Too man. much tunnels and ladders and shoots that I'd have to go through to figure. It's out all cool. Who I just want to know if next movie's gonna have a Sinister Six. <sighs> Shit, nigga, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be interesting, right? A Sinister Six. They have Scorpion, Shocker, mm. Doc Ock. Hmm. Who's gonna die first? They're not going. They're not supposed to die. They're supposed to get arrested. If they do die, that's Matt Wild. They don't get. They don't die in movies. Super, like, first of all, it's a Disney movie. Oh, okay. First and all foremost, right. all right, nigga. The Someone... only person that might die is like a really, really, really powerful villain, and that might be like an explosion. Listen, Pokemon been killing niggas off right now. I ain't trying to niggas sp- die in Pokemon. Niggas now? die in Pokemon now. I mean, not die for re- like died like 
It's like, oh, it's implied that you're dead. Like that. <laughs> They're not like getting murked, like shanked by a fucking Rhyhorn in through the chest, my nigga. Like they <laughs> Horn, not... <laughs> drill run. Niggas hit drill run right through the chest. Yeah, niggas oh my God, back. what are you doing? But it's implied that niggas died. Yeah, but you know. Niggas finally give the, the them like 10,000 volts to Team Rocket and then niggas just fry like niggas bacon. just fry and shit. Just, ew, like, ew, oh my nigga. God, that's terrible. But um, I didn't know, like. In, in superhero movies, they don't die. They're not supposed... Like, superheroes aren't really supposed to kill. That's why it's like, when a bad guy dies by, like, a superhero's hand, mm-hmm. it's like... Like, that's, like, less, like the last measure, sure. you know? Like, when um, Superman fought Doomsday and they both died. Like, nice. that's big, my nigga. Nice. Death. Nice. This shit is big, like... Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Um, Death is a big deal till niggas come back. Major complaint like about the, the movie, the girl was too hot. I yes, thought she was Liz, way too hot. the actress that played Liz. She was way too hot. I love her so like for her She's fine. Her face is like magnetic. Yes. She's fine. Like, I didn't believe her as like this like school book nerd kinda, you know, sexy I don't like she didn't carry like like if in that role, I would have made, I would have added a little bit more air of confidence. She didn't carry that like girl next door sign of vibe because she was just very hot. Like, she she's one of those girls that if she just takes her hand and moves her hair to the back of her ear, I'm be like, oh yeah, it was just like yo, kind of too hot, too hot. Yo, you making my seat stick, my seat sticky, like you wallet. <laughs> I was just like too hot. I I get it, but too hot. Like Zendaya, I think she would have if they switched roles. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, Zendaya even like dolled up would have been more like girl. But needs Zendaya to... dolled down like yeah. that nigga. No, 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 no. I understand what they're doing because mm-hmm. it's like they can't have her be like. First of all, with Liz in the picture and her being like the the current like I guess like love interest, they couldn't go, you know, and have both of them be on kind of the same level in this, like, a competition for, I guess, Peter's affection. Sure. Now that Liz is out of the picture and then the next movie's coming up and now her name is fucking MJ, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's a no-brainer. It just kind of leads... I think it probably would have if they made this, like, a Netflix series or something. A Netflix series wouldn't have been bad, but it would have been wild annoying. Mm. Because then they got to write in more characters, then they got to have more villains and more costumes. And you saw the CGI and the animation, and probably the animatronics budget was huge. Did not believe that house party they had was in New York. I was like, that house is in Queens. It's in. I I don't believe it. You've never been out to that part of Queens. No, I've never. If you go out further, it looks so LA to me. If you go out further in Queens, there are states, Mm -hmm. and they're spread apart. It's like Long Island. Hmm. I've I've never seen that. Looks so LA to me. I was like, I don't believe it. So funny. Plus. Plus, I was just like, why is the asshole kid, like... Flash Thompson? Yeah. I was like, he's not enough of an ass... He's just kind of like a nuisance. Like, I think Peter could still, like, whoop his ass. Yeah, Peter... Like, just off rip? Like, Flash I didn't believe Thompson him as a bully. Or, Flash Thompson originally was, like, this big, stocky white kid that played football. Mm-hmm. In this one, he's, like, a nerdy Indian Tiny mathlete. Indian mathlete Yeah, he's, kid. like... You know he's from, like... He's, like, from around Richmond Hill, and he hangs out with Guyanese niggas, yeah. so he'd be, like, skunt and shit. Like, yeah, 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 all that <laughs> shit, man. Like, I, I was like, I don't believe this. I don't believe... I don't believe That's in a New York... Called. I don't believe in a New York party they would spend the entire party... Channing Penis Parker. Parker, as opposed to like, well, they mad childish and drugs me. and getting dubs and all this other. First shit. of all, first of all, Peter was slacking because I would have came to the house party, 
got it, got busy with Liz, you know, put, like, they're probably like a hole in the front of the suit now. Of course. T- I know Tony Stark thought of it. Nigga you thought a, of everything, You, you nigga. got a pee in this costume, so yeah. it unzips in the front. Sex mode. <laughs> and the smart, the smart suit Get in yams mode. Get in yams mode. <laughs> <laughs> would you, like, would everything you like, turns off Would you shit? like to engage in certain <laughs> sexual positions? <laughs> Hit it from the back 1.0. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Program boot up. It was, a, it, was a, it was an interesting movie. I can't believe I stayed through both um, credits. Ending credits? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I get it. Oh, yeah. If you didn't watch the movie, we we probably spoiled the mo- the majority of the movie for you. Nah. But uh, uh, I think it's uh, apparently... Yo, it's how, like... how my nigga Tony Stark getting getting more kisses in the, in the movie than Peter? And Peter had Peter had all the light-skinned Johns on him. Very, yeah, it's very strange. He, he a whack nigga. I'm very sorry. Very strange. Shout out to... Um... Very swaggerless. He better he better come with the swagger my next movie. My theater was also very weak because they when they revealed that... Um, What's her face was her dad. Uh-huh. Like no one, like no one made a sound, or I was just like, "Wow!" Oh, there was there was only one the one other group of black people in our theater, and they went, "Holy shit!" Yeah, because it was, came so abrupt. We were OD spoiling like to the detail. Like it came wild abrupt. It was just like door flung open. I was like, "Ooh, shit, nigga, that's that nigga." Oh shit! I was like, "Damn!" And shit. this nigga wearing a sock for a mask now. Like he not a even sock for a mask, <laughs> nigga. With the low budget Spider Man costume, nigga. I was, Whatever. Um that was Spider Man. Shout out to Spider Man. Mm-hmm. You saw it. It was pretty good. Um other news. What is what is wrong with, with black men this week, man? It was a problematic week for black it's men. Problematic. Um, who should we start with? I feel like we should start with OJ. Mm. I feel like every generation needs their o- own OJ being freed. And just this generation get just got OJ being freed again. I don't know. I feel like it's it's like a good reset. And then he goes to jail more than Amigo. <laughs> it's a good reset for the culture. It's mm-hmm. just like oh, we see where everyone stands now in accordance to, you know, OJ being released. But you know, OJ's for a crime he committed, I think nine years ago mm-hmm. or ten years ago or something along those lines of sticking up some people in a casino. Um, finally had his parole hearing. He's going to be released as early as October. But before his parole pe- hearing, they got he got caught in his cell masturbating. Yep, just beating it up, whacking it off, nigga. He was like, "This is a celebratory nut, my nigga. This is one of those. It's just like, ooh, I'm about to have a good day. Let me get good the God off. Almighty. Yes, it was, free at last. It's like a stress reliever of the highest quality. He was like, nigga, I need to take the edge off. <laughs> nigga, smoke the cigarette in the jail cell. Nigga, I need to take the smoke edge the, off. The, ooh. The guard is just standing there like, what the fuck is what he? What the fuck? He's calling people in. Yo, he's whacking off in the cell. OJ. OJ. Nigga's just hitting the bar against the cell nigga. like, hey, man, stop whacking off. Nigga. He's like, nigga, we, we're tired of you juice, nigga. <laughs> your juice, juice. Come on. Figure that shit out. Um, You know what? I'm, I'm assuming he's coming for revenge for Jay-Z. We're writing an <laughs> entire song and dedicating it to him, the story of OJ. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he's not. Maybe OJ will finally turn his life around and, you know. And start doing better things. For his kids, Chloe he, Kardashian. He hasn't, he hasn't heard 444 yet, probably. <laughs> no, probably not. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they have Apple music in the fucking jail. Are they going to release know. his mixtape, The Juice Is Loose? The Juice Is Loose. That's hilarious. Featuring OJ, The Juice Man, and um, other juice. The OJs. Flavored. <laughs> they still arrive. All the OJs. The OJs, nigga. <laughs> they still all arrive. that other shit, man. Orange Julius. Yes, all that. All that. Um... Let's see, um, Usher reportedly pays 1.1 million to a woman who reportedly he gave herpes. So many drugs. 
So many jokes. Let it burn. Let it burn. Um, you got it bad. Um, if you're really into Usher, what? What was the one that John said? I forgot. It was an Usher song. That's it. You could. There's a, multiple Usher songs related around herpes, and just you remind herpes me times of three. Herpes. <laughs> herpes times three. Facts. Herpes. Herpes. Um, herpes. Omg. Herpes. Um, I'm in the club. <laughs> Herpes in the club, of herpes course. Herpes in the club. Um, nice and slow with herpes. <laughs> um, and, of course, my boo, who I gave herpes to. Um, You're an idiot. I don't know. I don't know. You don't have to call. It's just herpes. I don't know. No, I might, have to, I might have to call if it's herpes. I have to call you because it's like everyone you had sex with in the last six months. Trading places? Or Trading herpes. herpes. Trading herpes. No limit. No herp. No well, herp. you might have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's no what it limited says. amount of herpes you got after that, nigga. Yep. How many trips to the doctor you gonna have to take after? Um, Usher, how could you? Come on. Usher, how could you? Um, and Come then on. leading on to like. I don't even know. Technically, I don't know if I believe this. By the way, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't, I don't know. know because a lot of people scam. Like it's just funnier to do it this way. Yeah, it is. And plus, he hasn't really said anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like. And we also haven't ever seen him with like a like a serious breakout or any indication. Shout out to this being 2017, Usher. The nigga frosted his tips because he's to- he's totally 19. Um, listen, all right, BT doing a full story about herpes and shout out to that. Using this for awareness. That That's important. That's important. Like listen, that was the, Usher was the, Usher was the only on nigga that didn't go to the pink trap house when niggas was getting tested. <laughs> Yeah, Chains called him. He was like, yo, bro, are you in the A? Come through. What He's if like, Usher is like, yo, I'm glad I could bring awareness to this STD and <laughs> all the people who have suffered from it. That's some shit. That's some shit if he says that. That's some. Um, Grammy Award winner Usher paid one one to settle a lawsuit. To settle the lawsuit. Every claims. Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah, he gave her herpes. Um, the confession singer also denied having the infection. He said he texted the negative during a sexually transmitted disease test. However, court's documents stated he had released a greenish discharge from his penis. Damn, bro. He dropped the slime? Nigga dropped a slime. He probably just had chlamydia that day. I don't know. That's, that's a, curable. That's a crazy... That's Green crazy discharge. Life, nigga. Ectoplasm, nigga. That's crazy to be a celebrity and out here slinging herpes, my nigga. But apparently you can get herpes mad ways because reportedly Trey Songz at some point in his life had herpes. Um, yeah, you can get it mad ways. He said he and got then it. some of it is only momentary, some of it is forever. He said he got it from, like, I think he said he got it from, like, dirty sheets or something like that. Like, I don't know. That's this is all very disgusting. This is very, but, um, listen, if we spread awareness about herpes. Herpes is, a, herpes is a real thing. Herpes is a real thing, but this is uh, also very gross. Let's see. All right, whatever. Um... You ever got anything before? When I was 16 or 17, this girl gave me crabs. This is Trey Song's life. Um, it was the most uncomfortable shit in the world. I was confused because ain't nobody know I was having sex. So I was like, damn, what the fuck is going on? I even had to cut all my hair off. And I eventually had to tell somebody and had to go to the doctor. Well, yeah. And you told her? Yeah, I told her. It was a wild experience. We were young, and that was kind of crazy. And it was the worst. So when she tried to deny it, and I, it was the worst. So when I told her, she tried to deny it, and I basically stopped talking to her. That's a Trey Song's way, man. Give her mm-hmm. crabs, get out. <laughs> Give her crabs and kick her out. Yeah, there's a, um, that's a there's a song. There. We are the crabs. <laughs> there's a song there. Um, we'll pinch your nuts. <laughs> speaking about terrible sex deeds, R. Kelly. 
Yo, can I tell you about something that happened last night? Please do. This nigga Amen dropped like two R. Kelly songs in no. his set. And it got real. Girls at, the, girls at the front of the booth were like, nah, cut that no. shit off. I was like, you can't. He had no idea? Did he know or just I was didn't? like, did you know that this is an R. Kelly song? He's like, yeah, but I planned it in my set and I'm so tight. What do you mean, bro? Change the fucking yeah, that's shit. Yeah, I said. <laughs> she came out on Tuesday, Monday. Like, change your set, bro. You can blend something else into fucking you remind me. Like, what the hell? I think he wasn't thinking at the time. I don't know. Might not. That's a that's a bad decision. You know, I Shout out to Amen. Yeah. Amazing producer who produced our theme. It's a bad, it's a bad, you know. Yeah. Just, just, Actually, we can cut this section out. <laughs> it is what it is. Because I don't want to make him look bad. No, I mean, it is what it is. People make mistakes. I listened to R. Kelly's song two days ago, and I got through like three-fourths of I'm a flirt before I realized I should probably take this shit off. Or like I've I've gone through the lyrics of bumping grind and just seeing how like yo this nigga just really just telling everything it was like my mind is telling me no, but my body is telling me yes. Now I don't see nothing wrong with a little bumping grind. I mean I think that practically. You go to the court case is like open and shut case is like obviously well nah I don't know he probably has like creative. You know, liberties, least, with yeah, that. liberties and shit. But like that. the nigga was definitely right behind Aaliyah. Nigga, for thirty years he's been doing this. this. Is what's wild to me. This is a little wild, and I'm about to go on a little rant. It's this is what's wild to me, because now I kind of, I mean, I feel for a couple of years now I've known about it, and I've tried to sort of split the distinction between R. Kelly and his music because he is an amazing songwriter. He's an amazing musician entirely, amazing vocalist, all of the things above. But I feel like yo as we're sorely ignoring this, and he has not served either, any... Either ignoring it, or, like, he hasn't, trying to stand up for him. He hasn't and received any, like, like, help. Help? He hasn't gotten punished for it at all? I nope. mean, niggas... I'm not, you know, caping for Bill Cosby, but niggas dragged Bill Cosby through the dirt. And R. Oh, R. Kelly has been doing this openly for the last 30 years. Everyone was suspicious when he married a 15-year-old girl named Leah. Everyone was, like, wild when they saw a sex tape that him came out, and he was pissing on a 15-year-old girl. Like, even in 2000, I was showing this article to mad people. Like, there's a there's a writer who's pretty much headed out for R. Kelly. Like, he's like, yo, this nigga's wild, disgusting. And he kind of is. It was like, yo, he used to go around high schools, drive around high schools, and pick up girls. And he's saying so much. There's, like, open court cases where there's just, like, he settled every case that he had with the parents or the family of the girl just because and he hasn't been proved necessarily guilty or not guilty and the families agreed to settle because they felt threatened by him because they felt like R Kelly's goons were going to come and pretty much you know do damage to their family if they ever were you know out about this so it's kind of wild i don't know like so yeah it's official fuck robert kelly yeah i'm kind of a very it's um it's 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 kind of slow for me like it's it's, and it's like and we grew up with his music it's like yeah it's, it's, it's a bad to me it's like a bad look for not just r kelly but it's like a bad look i, I feel like a in terms look. of females because it's just like it's so looked over and if it was i don't know it, it's so looked over to me this shit yeah, is wild. It almost doesn't respect women's rights yeah it doesn't respect women's rights it kind of reminds me of the dr luke kesha thing as well because it's like 
even the niggas, are, the niggas are molester. Yeah, and, pretty and much he, a rapist, and, and then it's like they're not letting her uh, make her own music or be in charge of her. Own yeah, music. something He's in along those lines. And kinda, I was like, that's that's OD. yeah, it's that fucked up. And it's kind of demeaning to women, and it's powerless, and it fucks up your psyche so much. Absolutely. And it's crazy that I feel like with this sex cult thing, like I feel like all the girls there, I don't know, maybe I'm not them. All the girls there have like Stockholm syndrome to me, because there's like no way. That this man who promised you a music career, mm-hmm. you have not had a music career, um, and you're just okay living in his house, mm-hmm. um, doing what he tells you to do. He gives you a cell phone so you can't call anybody else. He physically abuses them when they give men another attention, any other men attention. Um, he has them dress up in fucking sweatsuits so people can't see their body when they come over to his house because they don't want anyone staring at them. Like, this shit is wild to me. Like, this shit is, like, very disturbing, very wild, and it's kind of, like, to me, I feel like there needs to be some sort of justice or else we're kind of, he's going to just continue. He's 50 years old. He's going to continue doing this until he's 70. Stop Robert Kelly at all costs. Yeah. At this point, yeah. That's what I think. I think it's, it's, it's a terrible situation. I feel bad now because I love so much of his music, like, Love Letter. I mean, he hasn't really had, like, any pop and shit in, like, the last, like, decade and change. But, like... All his shit is with classics. All yeah. His album, all his early albums Pretty much. Classics. Um, oh, shit. Did we even get to Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, sne- little four-foot-something ass, sneaking around, getting the yams. From a white woman? From a white woman. Go leave your ass for a white girl. From mm. a white woman. Um, cheating on his wife. Goddamn. I, I don't know. I don't support it, but I don't know if he actually did it. I don't know if he actually did it, but it's like it, Twitter was in shambles this whole week. This is, I mean, black man has just been, it's been getting a, dragged through the mud. It's been a slow week for you, niggas. ladies. Tell your kings you love them. But black men don't cheat, so obviously Kevin Hart must be. Oh, he's just a very dark white person. Just very dark white person, or Southeast Asian, Puerto Rican. I don't know. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Word, because Dominican men don't cheat. Dominican well. men also don't cheat. We also don't cheat. <laughs> we'll 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 get hookah before we even think about cheating. Hookah is very prominent. I've the amount of hookah. Yo, my nigga, that I knew it was consume. <laughs> Yo, did I ever tell you? I was like, I knew the hood changed when I stopped seeing condom wrappers in the streets and I started seeing the little plastic hookah tips. It's so wild to me. It's wild. Just like my first experiences with. I never smoke hookah in my life. Not that it's I've bad. I smoked it like once or twice. But it's not I'm, that great. Yeah, I'm just like, nah, I don't see the thrill in this shit. Now, as a nigga who smokes weed, this is like lame. This is like very <laughs> lame weed. <laughs> this is, like, oh man, we're smoking the smoking midiest Smoking octopus mid. dicks. <laughs> That's the fruit smoke. Octopus dicks. Um, But I don't know. Like literally the first time probably was like 10 years ago. Jokes or maybe on you, octopus little... don't have dicks. This is very true. Octopus, they just, I don't know. No, nah, they they actually have a, a special hand that extends a packet of nut <laughs> to like Shorty, and if Shorty wants it, she takes it. If she doesn't, she just dashes the shit. She really? Like, Listen, National Geographic, <laughs> National Geographic, National Geographic, yes, National Geographic, National Geographic. Hey, yo, look at these rhinos having sex. <laughs> Factual. Um, Giving her the front horn, the lower horn, all that. Um, let's see what we got here. Uh, what was I trying to say? I forgot what I was gonna say. Um. But, you know, slow for black men this week. It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, let's get into music. 
get into music. Let's get into music because there's a there's it's... a lot of music that's come out this week. Some uh, of it not very good. <laughs> a good portion of it not very good. Are we starting with albums or just singles first? Um, I want to let's see singles first. Let's see what's the single out right now. Yo, shout out to Bodak Yellow. It's doing big things. Mm-hmm. Very big things. We dropped the, the the unique remix last night instead of playing. I don't think uh, Tuan had the original on deck, or maybe he just pulled it up by mistake. He dropped the unique remix, and that club shit went off. Really? Yeah, it went off. Shit, I'm because it's a, it's a good edit. That's beautiful. Um, shout out to Unique. Shout out Unique. Shout out to him, man. It's Jersey. SoundCloud to SoundCloud. Shout out to you. Um, I did not listen to this Lana Del Rey album. I think I'm over her. I, I didn't. I wouldn't want to listen to it. I only listened to the ASAP song. Um, I think I'm. Yeah, I think I. I think I gave "Born to Die" a really good spin, like a good year of spins. Um, I don't know if I like anything after that shit. Yo, she makes like, like black and white, like very sad. This is like music. coming down music. It's like. Yeah, like the is, drugs are wearing off. This is I've still it's like four a.m. and I've got still got the heroin needle in my arm. Yeah, is it? How did this get here? Mm, shit, that new Lana dropped. <laughs> Pull that shit up on Spot of Music, like <laughs> Spot of Music, Spot of Music diddle, Spot of Music title, nigga. Pull it up. Tell Jay Z to pull it up. Stream it <laughs> right now. Um, I don't think there are any um big singles that came out this week. Listening to that shit doing the South Bronx wobble, the heroin lean. Let's see, let's see. Is this is this a new Nine Inch Nails song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming out with a new album. I'm very excited because I'm a huge fan. Good for you, man. Not I. Nah, it's all cool. Um, it's just like when yo Ampavelli went off on niggas for like Jesus. For yo Jesus, I'm very. I kind of agree. I don't know. I don't like Yeezus. It's okay. I like Yeezus. I, yeah, I don't I'm like... a nigga that likes like Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, this is very true. So I like I don't very like static, abrasive music. You know what? Less than I don't like... Yeezus isn't bad. I just hate... I don't know. The praise it gets? I don't know. Whatever. I think it's very interesting. It was a very interesting period in music and a very, very interesting I think it's shift. wild overrated. I I'm, think it I was know. the... Intri- like. I guess the mainstream pullover for, for Travis Scott to just start working on stuff. Sure. But I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like... I like You're it. probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know, man. Strange... What was it? Um, like, what song was it? Like, Blood on the Leaves. If That, if that shit don't get you kind of excited and kind of pumped. I don't I'm know. Fucking, yeah, that gets you me might, pumped. Black you, Skinhead gets me pumped. Yeah. No Slaves to an extent. Um, But I don't... I don't fuck with it fully. I don't know. Um, I say it's not for everybody. That's that's what we can say for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Quick album that came out. I heard Romeo Santos. Oh yeah, this the is Dominican. The soundtrack to Dominican pregnancy. Listen, I don't. What, explain Romeo Santos's appeal. Not even just appeal. Just like the magnitude. Okay, so let's of start, this nigga. Let me because he from... sells that. You'll sell out like MSG like six nights in a row. So, look, let me just pull this up for you. Sure. This is, is going to tell you everything you need to know. So, first and foremost, the nigga was in Aventura, and he was the lead vocalist. So, he basically Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake did. Oh, He okay. Justin Timberlake did. So, Aventura was wild popping. Super popping. Super I remember popping, this. I remember like, this. bachata group. Yeah. And then they were, like, the bachata boy band. And then when it broke off, he um, he started making music like, like Obsession, and he had all these other singles. And he's been on shows and things like that. But his, did he, his did solo... He do it, like, 
Did he like break out and was like, yo, it's Romeo now? Nah, or was he could, just like they gradually? They couldn't kind of keep together. Eventually they did one of their last albums and last tours and shit like that. They've done, I think, a, a couple reunion shows after that. But it's like together? they're one of the biggest Latin American groups. Yes. Because it's like not just Dominicans listen to Bachata. Sure. Mexicans listen to it. Other Latin American countries listen to it. Like, it's a very, like, once you've got, since you don't have the language barrier, mm-hmm. it's very easy for people to just take on to the music. Like, reggaeton. When reggaeton was big, even Mexicans was playing it. That's true. Even black people were playing it. Yeah. So it's just, point. it's just big. So, um, it's crazy. I knew all the, I knew all the words to Kulo by Pitbull. Kulo? Yeah. I don't know. This is, that's just a weird random fact about it. I knew it's it okay. in Spanish. It's okay because yeah. that was over the um the Junkaroo rhythm. Yes. It was a dance hall rhythm. It's very um, funny. But the magnitude of this motherfucker. It's just so big. Just this is huge. He's huge. He's Dominican. Romeo Romeo Santos. Crazy. Well, first of all, all niggas from Dykeman either look like right now, either look like ASAP Rocky or they look like Romeo Santos. Okay. Right now. That's that's the great divide the right impact. there. The impact. The impact of Romeo Santos. Either you trapping or you, you got your shirt open with the chain out. Listen, he's got he's got a featuring Swiss Beats on there. I don't know if I is he got another Drake feature on there. I don't think so. Because he's been he. I didn't show Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't feel like playing this anymore. Um, maybe he'll get you know maybe he'll score he, something big. That's because he needs more, the biggest song in the earth. I think he needs more global features because mm-hmm. with, Justin Bieber featuring Justin Bieber. No, 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 no. That no, nigga no. got the fucking. That nigga needs like Wizkid and Popcorn. That nigga got the cheat code, nigga. That nigga got needs, the cheat code, bro. He needs Wizkid and Popcorn. You put featuring Justin Bieber on. You got to get more nigga. black people to like you. Wizkid and Popcorn. Mm. Done. Does he really? Does when he, he could just get featuring Justin Bieber and white fuck people will like Justin him? Bieber. Oh Despacito's my the biggest song. I by the way, I've not heard this song. My fucking dick, I've my nigga. I don't give song. a fuck. I've not heard this You've song. You've never heard the song. I've never heard the song. It's like a really slow. Uh, I saw song. like featuring Daddy Yankee. I was like, no, not no. I'm good. Nah, it's cool. I don't. His, his feature is cool. It's just I'm not super big on it. Mm, okay. Because I'm just like, yo, Justin, fuck Justin Bieber. Fuck first Justin Bieber. Shout out to that. Um. Damien Marley released a new album. Shout out to him, capitalizing on being on that Jay-Z album. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not listened to it. I probably won't. I'll, I'll probably listen to it because, you know, I like to smoke weed. Sure, so that sounds like good smoking weed music. Can't wait till you're like 40 with dreads, bro. Yo, why does everyone keep saying the dreadlocks? <laughs> can I, I can't wait because <laughs> it's going to happen. I know, and I'm gonna There's have no like gonna tree, happen. tree be able. You're gonna like for you're just gonna have like a five month exile in Jamaica or something like that. It just and just come back with like wild dreads and just like like wild you yeah like at least like, two 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 little brown you yeah you're just gonna five years. It's like yo, Carlos just Carlos been in Mexico for like three years helping out the community and blah 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 blah. And nah, I probably just, if I move somewhere, it's to make music, honestly, mm-hmm. and it'd probably be like. Like, someplace, like, low-key. I couldn't go to, like, Florida or L.A. or some shit like that. I couldn't go, mm. like, Miami, Florida or L.A. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I could definitely see you in Jamaica, bro. Just, like, chilling out there. I could do Jamaica, but I got to take somebody with me. You sure? Like, live there. Like, for life. Like, start over your life in Jamaica. That's how I see you. If me- <laughs> <laughs> if I start over my life in Jamaica. First start of all, I got a life out here. this shit, nigga. I got a life here. Yes, of course. But then so, you're like, fuck that. I'm going to Jamaica. What do I do? You, what you is, took, what is my pop you took one, You took one trip to Jamaica when you were like 31 or something, and it like changed your life. And then you came back here, you know, you, you started a family, whatever. 
like, you know, all this other shit started happening to you. Then one day, like, you know, some shit goes left and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm like, fuck all this shit. Like, you throw off whatever shackles of community and you're like, yo, one way trip to Jamaica. I'm not telling anybody. I'm just going. Yo, boom. Five who is years. telling y'all this in your head? <laughs> 36 Flash to 41. Flash thinks I'm going to grow dreads and I'm like, yo, my hair, my beard is more likely to dread than the hair on my head. Mm, I don't, I don't know, bro. I, I just... I don't know, bro. From 36 to 41, you show back up at 42 while Jamaican got the Jamaican I got to marry accent. a Marley. Yeah. I got to marry one a One of those. I got to marry a Marley because, you know, they're Jamaican royalty. Like all this other shit, Which man. Which Marley girl is hot? <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I haven't seen them, I but I know they exist. Because I know he has mad youth and it's not all sons. Mm. I have not seen them. It's like the Wayans. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, definitely see you going to there. Um... What else did we got here that came out this week? Um, blah, 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 blah. um, Tiger, bitch, I'm the shit too. Um, no, you're not is the answer to that album <laughs> title. <laughs> just a just a diss that says no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Please stop. Yeah. Cease um, and desist, sis. <laughs> so, I listened to this album. Well, most of it. I just skipped a couple after. I was like, all right, I get the point. Um, to me. Tyga's in this part of his career, post the post Kylie Jenner part of his career, because that Kylie Jenner thing really put a stamp on him, and like he was just very associated with the Kardashians and things. I feel like at this point, like he has free reign to do whatever, and he's at this point where he did have success like five years ago, where he had like Rack City and Faded, mm-hmm. and now I think he hasn't a, a chance. To sort of replicate that, but I don't know if his like, I don't know if his reputation has been damaged so much. And I'm just like, yo, why does no one take Tyga seriously? Yeah, he's a fucking joke now. It's yeah. just like one, you you sound like you've like in copious interviews, you sound like a pedophile. Sure, um, you sound like a failure that's just hanging off the the success of like a young girl, mm-hmm. and it's like it's terrible. And he's talking about how he made China and them stars, and I was like, no. The only reason why you made them stars is because they all got one over on you. This is very true. They were all scamming him, my nigga. He's also got Kanye West on this album. I I think that's an old feature, too. I think so, probably. (laughs) Mesh Marinas. I wonder who wrote this. His verse? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, hmm, I'm questioning. It sounds kind of like Rocky. I feel like it sounds like Rocky, but I also felt feel like... You think it was Vic? You need to, you need to take, maybe, Might Vic Mensa. Yeah, I feel like that's what it is, because Vic Mensa doesn't get to come out I, with music. I, I, don't like, I don't like Vic Mensa. Yeah, I don't like him either. I don't like his, like, anything about him. It's so wild to me. Like, I like some of his songs, but I really don't like... I, to me... He's very off-putting. Yeah. Um, it's just like... It's kind of a poser, too. I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, I it's like... He, yeah, that's another thing. Like, I don't know what his st- style is. Yeah. I don't know what his steez is. I don't know what he's jacking. I don't know if he's more about, like, conscious shit. I don't know if he's about gutter street shit. But when... And then when he was talking about, it's like, smacking academics for shit he said, like, yeah, two years ago. Yeah, I was ago. like, I hope someone smacks you. I hope he smacks you. 
Shout out to I don't know whatever. So, yo, shout out to Fuck big, both of them. I don't know. Yeah, shout out to Big Pussy or <laughs> DJ Academics. Yeah, you know when they say like, "Yo, I'm not the one." Yeah. Academics is the one like there. <laughs> everyone's he's referring the, yeah, to. Yeah, he's, he's like, like I am not the one to fuck with. He's a big ass human sponge for abuse, and he just sucks it up. And he's just like whatever. He is the most like non-Jamaican Jamaican. I hope he. I do. I feel for him. I mean, yeah, kind of in a way, just for, like human nature. Because I don't think he's a terrible person at all. Who DJ Academics? Yeah, I don't think. He's I don't a think terrible he's mean spirit or yeah, anything. I think he's just trying to at least he's, get his coins. Yeah, he's That's not what... a dickhead or anything. Which is like, I feel like people need to at least give him for that because he's like, there's ter- there's more terrible people doing terrible things. Mm-hmm. DJ Vlad gets niggas locked up every week, but like, <laughs> like, I think they people just like dislike him because he's so like. The internet and like, oh, I'm so in the internet, and I, he tries to be something that he's not. He kind of represents the smart or something along those lines. That's just like, yo, you feel like you know this, but you actually don't know what the fuck you're talking about mm-hmm. and shit like that. But you know, I got nothing against him. You know what? This this skewed off from Tiger. The Tiger shit. I feel like he picks dope beats. Um, he's got features from Kanye West, Pusha T, Ty Dolla Sign, Young Thug, Vince Staples. So obviously he's got a lot of cool friends. He paid um, a lot of money. For Chief Keef too. Um, he didn't pay a lot of money for that. He paid that nigga no. in like. Have a, you oh, heard Thoughtbreaker? Thoughtbreaker? That's the Chief Keef singing album. Oh my god! I gotta cop that. Um, I it's, haven't. It's probably great and terrible at the same time. It's very. It's 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 probably on the nose. Hold on. It's called Thoughtbreaker. Oh yeah. Oh, Chop. completely produced by Young Chop, by the way. Oh God. <laughs> As a dumb dumb. Chief Keef Thoughtbreaker. Maybe one day we'll do a class about this. <laughs> the life of Chief Keef. Um, yeah, actually, we should do one on the influence of Chief Keef, honestly. I feel like there's so many people we could do the influence on. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. A little we'll, B. We'll see. We'll see. There's a whole, there's a whole era. Um, Nav and Metro Boomin. Perfect timing. Oh, I didn't listen to that. I felt like that was a waste of beats. Um, um... Here's, Nav, here's my question, aka Milkhouse, Milhouse with the Mario Mushroom. Here's my here's here's my um question. Um, should I get the door? No. All right. The door should be open, isn't it? Yes. Um, but maybe it's Vinay. Um, it, it shouldn't be because the door should be open. <laughs> I don't know. We just heard a flute, the ocarina of time and shit. <laughs> nah, I think that was so, someone needs to put oil in their vagina or something. It sounded wild squeaky in here. Someone's having sex next um, door. Um, Nav and Metro Boomin. Um, I feel like with Metro Boomin, I feel like this project. I think they wanted to replicate the success of Twenty One Savage's Savage Mode, just from their collaboration, essentially bringing Twenty One Savage from kind of a obscure, middle obscure yeah. upcoming rapper to basically everyone knowing who he is now. Um, one of the most prominent, well, not one of the most prominent, one of a very prominent rapper in hip hop right now. And, you know, Metro Boomin provided the soundtrack for that. So I think they kind of wanted to replicate this with Nav and Metro Boomin. But the difference is now, I think Nav doesn't have any, like, a star quality to him. Mm. He just kind of, like, butted off of 
like the weekend, yeah, or something along those lines. He like fell off of one of the weekend's old dreads. Yeah, and like, just like, was like, like genetically engineered from his old dreads, like Mew and Mewtwo, like one of those shits. And that's not compare him to Mewtwo. He's more of a ditto. Mm. No, that's true. A little swaggerless, useless. Pierre, you want to come outside? But his auto tune is even worse. There's some like hits. you know how niggas have like emotion you can feel through the auto tune. Mm-hmm. It's like his is just like in a fan. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like the the robot from that SpongeBob episode when yes. worlds collide. I agree. I agree. The one with the caveman. I agree. Um, I don't know. I, when I worlds still feel, collide. <laughs> I still kind of feel nothing for Nav. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I've um, I, I got nothing for you, bad. bro. It's pretty bad. Like, The weekend probably gave him, like, between Travis Scott and The weekend, those two people have probably given him the only songs where I'd, I'd probably hear him on, and it's because of their future. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, I hope he is coming to New York. Who? Oh, Kyrie? Kyrie Irving. That's a good, that's yes, a I good hope move. He is. I hope he is. Listen, mm-hmm. you've been trying to get rid of, Car- not trying to get rid of Carmelo, trade Carmelo. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that later. Um... Let's see what we got here. Is there any other sort of major albums? I mean, Nav well, and Metro, no. Bo- Nav and Metro Boomin aren't even a major album. It's not. It's like a weird little tape. Um, anything? anything. So, um, Meek Mill. Yeah, we can talk about Tyler Creator and Meek Mill. Which one do you want to go through first? Meek Mill. Um, it's it's Meek Mill. It's like very interesting to look at this album, like past. <sighs> are are we over back to back now? Like back is, to back, are like, we over it? Are, yeah, like, I don't care that much. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's the general, but it's like the general public. Are are we over back to back? Like yeah, back I'm to over, back was two years ago. Yeah, I'm way over that. I don't I don't care. I just want him to put out more music, more consistent music. Because at the end of the day, he has still more of a career. To, it's not like he's some 48 year old nigga. Right. So it's just like he's still he's still able to make music and still able to make music and be relevant and shit like that. That Drake effect doesn't last too long. It's like even Drake doesn't care that much. Yeah, Drake doesn't care because he's got other things, and and it's been like two years. But I also feel like I think yeah, I think we we've moved past it now. I think um, Meek Mill has moved past it. It looks like I was watching his interview on Hot ninety seven. It looks like he's moved past it. He's like, yo, he's actually he he realized at that time. He's now admitting like, yo, I was I made some fucked up decisions back then. Like I was young, I was on lean and shit. Like, which, you know, I was like, wow. That shit um, fucks up your brain, yeah. He was, so he was just like, yeah. He doesn't know when he's going to get to the point where he will able to, like, yo, Drake and Meek will get in the same room or something. He says, yo, it could happen organically. The best thing would probably happen organically. Like, I don't, they don't want people, like, trying to push them together. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just organically going to happen. Like, he's had bigger things that happened in his life. People have died. He's had actual beefs. To him, this isn't, like, one of those actual beefs. This is just, this is just some sh- bad shit that just happened to him during a bad time. He took mm-hmm. things a little bit too personally, and he, you know, things went left. Um, Meek Mill wins and losses. To me... This is an okay album. Yeah, it's an okay album. I feel like it's a lot of... um. I don't feel strongly about this album. It, you know what it is? It's too many tracks, and then the tracks that are good, it's like are spread too far from like the main center of it, or at least like at least the very beginning of the album. So it's... um, This should have been probably shortened down, and everything else could have been like cutting room floor, like mixtape releases. I feel like he's still in the part of his career where he's trying to grow, and he's trying to still have like a... 
viable, successful career with radio singles and smash records and all this other things about that. But I think really the core of Meek Mill is talking that street shit. I think yeah. he has the biggest impact when he talks that street, talks that real shit because he has... You he, feel the passion. Yeah, you feel the passion and it's definitely like... People feel that shit. People are very... I don't know. Like, what track did I really enjoy? I really enjoyed... People feel that shit. People... This one with Quavo? I, it's too much Quavo. Nah, it's just enough Quavo for an album that's like 17 tracks worth of Meek Mill. And then the Quavo comes too late. After that, you're kind of like so exhausted. You're like, oh, Quavo? Like, then I've heard enough Quavo for a lifetime. Like, I thought Fuck Up the Check was going to be harder. Um, it's like a very all right track. Um... I feel like his it's definitely his bread and butter is the street shit, the real shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like he talks to a community that isn't can't be represented by any other rapper. Doing, Currently, yeah. Yeah, because I think a lot of the rappers now, you know, they're kind of, they're, you're either from Atlanta, you're kind of toned the line between just, you know, you're kind of not the hyper-masculine, not straight. You're kind of just like speaking to the generation of now, mm-hmm. the millennials now. Where he still kind of like caters to the hood, the streets. It's kind of like how Taxstone had his podcast and it was a very successful podcast because he catered to a niche group of hip, you know, street people who previously did not listen to podcasts. True, true, true. And he talked to those people, and people felt him and felt that genuine sort of flavor from him. I think it's interesting, despite all this Drake thing, which probably might have ended in another career like a Roscoe Dash thing. I think it's like you can't. I don't think, and I think he realizes that, like, he's talented, and he has a lane, and he speaks to the people enough where it's like, you can't really kill Meek Mill off. Oh, absolutely. And I'm glad he sort of realized that, and I'm glad he's sort of focusing on the music. In terms of this actual album itself, I think it follows too much of the formulas of his, like, pretty much all his albums. Um, It has the fiery intro, it has a lot of cash shit. It'll have some street shit. It'll have some very um, banging, a banger featuring Rick Ross. Um, It'll have a radio record. And he'll have some other stuff in between. But I think this is so formulaic. But then I'm I'm continuing to speak like, yo, he's trying to go for that big record. But I think this is like too formulaic. I think he needs to start going a little bit left. But I don't know if he knows what left is. Because this is kind of all he knows and all the music that he sort of loved growing up. I don't know if he can artistically take it in another direction or sort of lyrically take it in another direction. I think Nas at some point, Nas and the Jay-Zs eventually, you know, they they did talk about the street shit in the beginning, but then they kind of just like slid left a little bit and they sort of created these classic albums. Even after Reasonable Doubt and Illmatic, you still had like, you know, like a, a Stillmatic or a Blueprint or a you know, just a life is good or four four four. Like you still have those sort of albums. He needs to continue to sort of reinvent himself. But to me, this album, to me, this album DC four, um, I probably don't like this as much as Dreams and Nightmares because Dreams and Nightmares is pretty hard all the way through. Um, but this is, this is all right. I, it's an album. I'm kind of sketchy of why it released. Without much fanfare? Without too much fanfare, without too much rollout, no, like, was there at least, a, like, a visual to one of the songs that dropped, like... He dropped, um, a documentary of wins and losses, so he's been doing, like, this, this four-part documentary about his sort of life. I haven't watched any of him, but I do plan to watch him. Um, and just sort of going up and building up and all this other things and building up to this moment. His wins and losses are much more than, like, Nicki Minaj and, like, Drake. 
like is it wins and losses or the deaths is wins and losses as community is wins and losses sort of everything so it's like a it's wins and losses in the black community with whatever happened like it's it's a it's an album that has content but not creativity for me like it's not creative i feel you i feel you it definitely doesn't reinvent the will and no. um even his features like some of the features that I thought would be super hard on this, like Thug is on this one, right? Yeah, Thug. So, it's, it's yeah, it's not. And I wasn't really feeling that one. Um, the Yo Gotti feature was cool. The Future feature, uh, I don't know. It's not jump out the face, you know? What yeah, I'm it's saying? not jump out. It's the not face. jump out the face. I think it's like, like, uh, and that's the problem with it, because then you can like. He's had similar features before. Like, he's featured with Young Thug before. He's featured with Future before. He's featured with Rick Ross before. Like, he's featured with Chris Brown before and Lil Uzi Vert. So now you look at all these sort of songs and you're kind of ranking them against each other. You're like, yo, this Lil Uzi Vert song is not fucking as harder than Froze. Or this Chris Brown song isn't as good as, like, right by your, with the other shit that he had with Nicki. And, like, this feature song isn't Jump Out the Face. Like, it's a... This Rick Ross song isn't Tupac back or work or we may believe it or anything of those. So you kind of do that a lot. So I think if he had that more creativity to add towards this thing, I think it would be a little bit better. I don't know. If, if I had to rate this, I'd probably give it like three stars. Yeah. I, I probably yeah. wouldn't give it any more than that. This is a solid album, but I don't even think like after next week. But hood niggas will still listen to this because niggas love, hood niggas love Meek Mill. Yeah, they do. They, they do, really they do, do love Meek do. Mill. There's a nigga on my block, he don't really bump Drake, he like Meek Mill. Because mm-hmm. I was like, that's because you're a nigga that plays CeeLo on the weekend. Like, <laughs> of course, he makes that CeeLo music. Um, Like Jada, Jada make that CeeLo music. 100%. I seen, funny story, I never got to tell this story ever. Mm-hmm. Like, barely ever. So I was I was in like a Saturday program at my high school over in Harlem. Mm-hmm. I was walking down 145th because like, like a lot of my friends lived on like Lennox and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least close by. Shout out to the, shout out to Lennox Ave, the danger zone. <laughs> but um, I seen this nigga, a nigga that looked like Jada Kiss playing CeeLo on like 142nd and Lennox. Nigga was just there, like, like the nigga. <laughs> I could see the sudden beaming off this nigga's head. This nigga was playing CeeLo. <laughs> it's funny. We didn't go up to him or anything. We should have talked to Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss. He probably would have dropped Mad Hood knowledge. Yeah. Uh, don't get locked up on Fridays. <laughs> you won't see Sun until you won't he see. He looks the, like a very laid back person. Like you could hit him up, but he won't have much to say. But it's like he's wild, you really, I hear he's wild cool. Yeah. I really want to meet Jada one on one. One day. One day. Um. Let's see. We have Tyler the Creators. Scum. Scum. Fuck. Flower boy. Scum. Fuck. Flower boy. Scum. Fuck. Flower boy. Um. I had a lot of questions. I didn't really, besides the gay thing, I think everyone's sort of over the gay thing. Uh, yeah, I didn't last... care about that at all. Actually, um, I was like, if he's gay, he's gay, man. Um, but I kind of was just like, yo, where does Tyler Creator fit in sort of current music? I mean, granted, he does, but I think so many people now have like taken what they've done, what Odd Future has done before, and just like taken it to a new level. So it's kind of like, what does Tyler, the creator, do now? Where he sort of evolved from the sort of, the, I guess, very visceral, like, horrorcore hip-hop of, like, whatever... What was his first album again? A Wolf. Wolf. And we've seen him evolve... Or was it Bastard? Goblin. Ooh, you fucked up. It was Goblin. 
That's what I was talking about. Bastard Goblin, was the mixtape, right? And then Bastard was the mixtape previous to that, and that was like super dark. Yeah. And then we had Goblin and Wolf, and those were like. So Wolf, more... Wolf to me at that point was probably his best album to me because I think, and it still wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect at all, but it had. Oh, that like, was the one with like Tamale and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and Awkward and Answer, and it had a lot of like sort of real truths about that he was getting out. It was less about the shock of like, yo, fuck him. Sex with the kid and then a threesome. Um, I'll fuck her in her ass yeah, with my whole thumb in her mouth. Yeah, something like that. It was less about that and it was kind of more about the music. I think it's yeah. It he became more of like a like more like his produ- his production and songwriting were more a little more strategic. It was like you know you'd get a lot of beats that mix up and mm-hmm. shit like that and switch up. I think um then he had Cherry Bomb. I think more of that album was more about the rollout than the actual. I mean, he focused on the music himself, but I just we there we was more of a vi- yeah there was more of a visual rollout than there was anything more about the music. Yeah, and we reviewed that, and we we didn't fuck with it because it was just like it was mixed ter- kind of bad, where the the, it, the vocals were the played vocals second came, fiddle yeah. to the beats and things like that. The vocals came in real choppy. It sounded yeah, like super distorted. Yeah, and I didn't distorted. really get to fully appreciate it with Flower Boy. Um, I fuck with this album. Actually, fuck with it quite a bit. I the first listen I had, I really did, and I had one of those first listens where I took the album, or at least whenever I was streaming the album after the Meek Mill shit. Um, I went because I was downloading. Um, what the fuck was I downloading? It doesn't matter. Um, I went to. I just chilled in my bed and I just lay down and I listened to this album, and I think that's kind of the aesthetic for sort of listening to this album. It's just like yo, just chill, um, retrospective. Um, sort of album. The the soundscapes are pretty good. Nothing is too hard on this. There's some hard shit, but it's not like incredibly hard shit. Yeah, like the the song with Rocky, Who That Boy. Um, I ain't got time. But it's more. I think the See You Again. Um, I'm interested in where he wants to go with, with like music. Yeah, I, I mean, he, I get. I this album is a beautiful think album like to me. The, like the end all be all for him. I think nah. he's got more work to do in other places. I think he he says he's he definitely wants to score films, idolizing his career after Pharrell because that's essentially more, Pharrell's yeah, traje- trajectory. Do, he's like bigger more, than music. Yeah, do more, do more. Films do more like television stuff. Yeah, like I feel like he's a he's a he's a, a boundless creative mm-hmm. with a lot of mediums and and things he can go through. And it's like he has a fan base that's so loyal that right. they'll buy anything. He but then he, he built he a always cult. goes back to music as well. But I feel like this album is definitely a lot softer than this. Is probably his softest album, but it's also like a beautiful album. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. Um, I'd. His biggest influence is between like Pharrell. It's like that and like like very like obscure jazz artists. Yeah. So it's like you can even hear it in the chords that he plays. Like they're very soft. Like. I think he really wants to be a singer, but he can't because his voice is very deep and deep disgusting. and raspy. Yeah. But <laughs> I think I love you, girl. Yeah. Now give me them cheeks. So, so he kind of has to do it vicariously through other people. Of course, I feel like 
I feel like he helps write the song. Like he'll probably help yeah, yeah, write yeah. and Corey. Like since he makes the beats, I feel like he helps write the songs too, just to correspond and mm-hmm. fit his themes and ideas. It's very wild. Um, this is a very good album. I, I I don't think I've listened to it enough to give it like a critique analysis, like I did with the Meek Mill thing. But to me, this is a very this is probably his best album. Um, just off the strength of the. 12 hours I've probably been listening to it um it's really good there's a lot of um it's a very soft very beautiful album if you like it's like a flower that's how I feel like it it's just like a flower <laughs> it's like a flower like you know flower boy was probably inaccurate um this uh description for this album cause that's kinda how it feels it's really like this album is slowly blooming as you go through time and you know you get some of the hard shit like the Who That Boy, and I think there's another record that's um, Every Rose Has Its Thorns. My yeah, friend. something along. Yeah, there we go. That's how I like it. Um, <laughs> good albums. Good albums. Some 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 not so good. Some looking at Nav. Yeah, and Tiger a little bit. Fuck you, Millhouse. Um, I think that's it, bro. We got nothing else, man. It's a, it's been a very interesting week. And now, uh, all these rumors of Kyrie coming to New York Knicks have got me fucking giddy. And giddy? Yes. Um, Is Kyrie and who else? Just Kyrie. Just Kyrie? No other trade rumors? Um, this is the only one that matters. True. Um, <laughs> this is the only one that matters to me. Um, Hold up. He got kneecaps? Uh, we got to get him on this team. <laughs> Factual. He got working. I mean, no, he's had knee injuries too, so he's his shit's work, nigga. He wore it. You see that nigga run? I've seen it all. You seen time. it? He, he run like he don't care. I'm still not completely. Is that a picture of Magic Johnson and fucking Usher? Yes, that is terrible. That is a terrible. Listen, and it says so much positivity in one picture. Oh my god! <laughs> Twitter, you are terrible. Twitter is a terrible place where terrible people go to, like, be sort of anonymous. Like, you're, you're far removed from your, like, Twitter avatar, and it, it barely travels 100%. into you. Like, you could totally just close the app, and it's like, whatever whatever's happening, we'll forget about it, because someone else is going to get roasted next week. Twitter makes me afraid to have ugly kids. Ooh. Let's be real. Is it possible? For what? To have ugly kids. Yeah, it's possible to have ugly kids, then. I don't know, man. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, I'll figure it out in like nine months. Someday. No, I'm kidding. Don't say that. Don't yeah, say not not happening. Um, uh, wrap it up, guys. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Get yeah. tested. Um, We're going to wrap it up, too. How respect women. Respect women. Respect um, life. Nav is terrible. Love each other. If you see your friends going through something, tell them, you know, be a shoulder for them to lean on. Facts. Because this, this Chester Bennington shit is yeah, really it's all, sad. It's all just very um, tough and very sad. R.I.P. Chester Bennington. And I think... Yeah, we're done. Yeah, we should end the podcast. We'll see mm. you guys next week, whatever that is. Yep. Um, yeah, and we're out. Yep.